The Grand Princess cruise ship has been denied docking in California at the order of the governor. Uh, officials are awaiting test results for 21 passengers and crew members aboard that ship. Corona. <laughs> Exciting and Come aboard. It's infecting you. Corona transmits with the cough. Once you pour, we won't let you off the bubble. Promises and it's for everyone. The bubble testing kits well. For contagion, you're stuck in a quarantine. Corona, Captain Trump will ignore. But on the boat, it's shrimp and virus galore. Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Got King Kong, smelly yellow teeth. I'm like McGilla Gorilla, eating my feces. Hey, hey, I got monkey pox, and I'm not clowning around. Bananas got me straining and turning my diaper brown. Like J. Fred Muggs, I'm a chimpanzee. I'm not as mighty as Joe Young, but maybe Lancelot Link. Hey, hey, I got monkey pox. I'm all hairy and brown. I got some irritation, so I'm pulling my diaper down. Fairy dogs are real friendly. Best pet I ever found. With all the fun we've been Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. 95.3, FM, 1470, WWNN. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another installment of the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from a nation of television junkies. As you know, when Trump took office, he fired the pandemic response team that was set up by Obama, and that's why he fired them, because uh, set up by Obama. And when he was asked recently why he did, his excuse was, they're just sitting there, nothing to do. There's audio around. Uh, I can't find it. But what he said, in essence, is, they're just sitting around wasting their time, nothing to do, there wasn't any pandemic. So I can hire the best, get a new team, and we can get the most terrific people that you've ever, never seen. And he did. So I have some exclusive audio 
of the new pandemic response team that uh, Trump hired because he only hires the best. <laughs> and they recently held a press conference, and uh, it was probably the first time you're hearing it, but here's the audio from Trump's new pandemic response team. Calling Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Calling Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Stick out your tongue. Uh, Not a tar at me. Now hold it. Ah, cool. Where's the vest? See that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't worry, pal. All you need is a treatment of our Brido. Yeah, take a number from one to ten. Two. Two buttons, boys. Right. Two buttons. Right. <laughs> hey, our son, you'll never be troubled again. Oh, you look much better. <laughs> We're down to this. We got Biden, who, for his age, looks like he's in pretty good shape, but mentally, he is not. One mini-stroke after another mini-stroke, and uh, who who knows how long he's got. Uh, Bernie looks like a decrepit old man, but his mind is sharp as a tack, as opposed to Biden, whose brain is as sharp as a matzo ball. The attacks against Bernie are coming from not so much the right-wing establishment of the Democratic Party, but primarily from the corporate media. The corporate media does not want Bernie. No. Now, before Schubert Tuesday, the narrative all across the corporate media was the following. Bernie Sanders must be stopped at all costs. So they were really celebrating Tuesday night. But you know who really was happy? Comcast. AT&T. Biden's not going to do anything about this. The, the telecom industry is thrilled to have Biden. And the reason is because Bernie is a trust buster. He will break... <laughs> what do we have? Maybe six. But it's pretty much three big, giant telecom media companies. And the same goes for press, not just broadcasting. Uh, we're in danger of going where the old saying has been saying... Without information, democracy goes dark. And, oh, they'll give you all kinds of information, whether or not it's correct. Uh, well, that's up to you. Of course, you get nothing out of Fox News. But MSNBC, especially MSNBC, and to some degree, CNN. <clears throat> and I have to, I have to take Chris Hayes out of the equation here, because he's, he's been as fair as he can be. But everybody else, and Chris Cuomo, hates, hates Bernie Sanders. And they make no secret of it because they don't gots to anymore. Now, what I found out too late was that uh, Democracy Now! was doing a live broadcast covering the uh, Super Tuesday uh, results. And uh, as it turns out, I, I, I really should have tuned into that on my computer because my crappy cable company does not have free speech TV. But I, do, I can see it on the computer, even though it keeps crashing when I have free speech TV on there. I still, and there's a way I can rig my phone. I have that thing in the back of my TV where I can watch my phone on the TV so that I can do that. You know, when you stand on your head, you got to hook this up and uh, hope your battery doesn't die. I can do it. And next time there are election results to be viewed, I'm putting on free speech TV because from what I'm told, and I didn't see it because I don't have it, but they were accurate. They 
reported all the results county by county. They gave you the percentages that were in at that time, as opposed to a pretty much a blank screen on CNN and MSNBC until halfway through the evening when they were comfortable about Biden sweeping the southern states. Then they said, OK, let's let some accuracy in here. OK, we, we could start putting percentages up and some results. Well, that's going to hurt. That's the news we have now. That, that's the type of journalism we have that's on our uh, cable news. And what about the major three networks, CBS, ABC, and NBC? Regular programming. What do they care? And, and it was to this extent. It started, okay, Super Tuesday, 7 o'clock. The polls close in North Carolina. I was watching CNN, unfortunately. Bernie's a communist. 7 o'clock, the polls close like a fraction of a quarter of a minuscule bit of votes come in with no real percentage on the screen of how many votes came in. But it, was even, it wasn't even at 1% yet. And what happens? CNN now projects Joe Biden, winner of North Carolina. Let's go to Jonathan King. Well, we had one vote here in this county, and I guess, oh, well, Joe Biden is the winner. <laughs> Can you at least give us the, the numbers? Can you at least show us the number? They did. <clears throat> Towards the end of the evening, they started showing actual voter turnout. And they started to show the percentages of the votes coming in. Because they knew they were safe then. Because Biden was sweeping the southern states and had nothing to lose by being accurate. Now, at the recording of the show, I don't know which way Warren's going to go with this, who she's going to endorse if history is any indication, she'll go with uh, Biden because uh, she went with Hillary last time. And then she waited for months and months and months before she endorsed her. But yeah, my fear is that she'll go with uh, Biden. But my greatest hope is that she'll go with Bernie. Bernie has no support. Biden has the entire media behind him. All of it. So I'm going to have to, at all costs, avoid uh, bringing up Warren and what she's going to, what her next move is, uh, because whatever I say, I'm bound to be wrong. And, and it's good. The decision is going to have to be made prior to next uh, Tuesday, which is uh, another election, and of course uh, the the Florida election is the following Tuesday. And I can tell you right now, <laughs> now that Bloomberg's out of the picture, and, oh, that I'm relieved about. Oh. Whew. Okay, so LGBT caucus of South Florida. Now who are you going to endorse? Naturally, Biden. They can't go for that old Jew. No, they'll go for Biden. Who's ever worst of the two? Because they like to affiliate themselves with the uh, conservadem, DLC. Right. Speaking of that, uh, Jim Clyburn, who was uh, endorsing Biden and pretty much put him over the top in South Carolina. <clears throat> Jim Clyburn is an old-time DLC or Democratic Leadership Council, uh, the uh, new Democrat, the new Dems, they call themselves from the late 70s through the 80s <clears throat> that uh, pretty much just told the unions to go screw themselves and uh, we'll, we'll take the banks. Thank you very much. Now get lost. Old, old corporate Dem. He's like one of the first ones. So naturally, he's going to back Biden uh, and it helped. So Biden here, so here's where we stand right now. Biden has the entire media behind him. He has endorsements 
from well-known names that are in politics. And Bernie's got, so far, as, as of this recording, nobody that the people know. Oh, yeah, he's got Nina Turner, Reverend Barber, Cornell West. These are not na household names. We know who they are. But the average schmuck in the street, they, I don't know, politics is boring. They don't know who these people are. So he's dealing with that. Uh, he has a really good shot. If, if Warren does endorse him, and if he makes her veep or whatever, if they do that, they do something earth-shaking instead of sticking the script, which is becoming a problem with his whole campaign. Stick to the script. Stick to the script. you got to go outside the box a little bit, Bernie. You blew it. And I'm. this is a Bernie supporter speaking. He was on Rachel. He had a beautiful opportunity to go outside the box and start speaking his mind or whatever it was. And he stuck to that script. He stuck to the rally script. It's the top 1% of the one percentage of the second percent of the one percent of the same stuff. And she was asking him some relatively fair questions. Why didn't the youth vote show up like you, you were counting on? <clears throat> we all, as Bernie supporters, were counting on the youth vote. Yeah, where were you, Gen Xers? Make fun of the boomers. But you're a bunch of lazy little squats. You are just lazy. Okay. He lost Massachusetts. Did you see the rally he had in Massachusetts? It was uh, 25, 30,000 people there. Mainly the demographic that they're talking about, 18 to 30 years old. Primarily, yeah. Mixed cross-section of minorities, whatever it was. 25, 30,000 people, and he gets 15% of the turnout. What the hell were they doing? And how many times have I talked <laughs> over and over again on this show? The kids, they're like, they think a like on Facebook or on Twitter, that's a real registered vote right there. Uh, going woohoo at a uh, rally, that serves as a, a vote. Uh, they just don't understand. Well, you see, here's another thing. Reagan, who was it, Bob Bennett, uh, with the education secretary. Again, the Republicans, whenever they're in office, they get, they get the worst possible education secretary. I think it was Bob Bennett. Was it Bill Bennett or Bob Bennett? I forget, one or the other. And he got rid of uh, civics being a required course in high school, <laughs> along with driver's ed. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, civics used to be a required course. Not anymore. These 18 to 30-year-olds, uh, it's supposed to be, they're saying 17 to 25, but I'm giving them benefit of the doubt. 18 to 30, because they've got the biggest mouths and the laziest ass. And all you conservative Dems, I don't want to mention Stephanie Miller by name, but there are such a thing as Sanders' sisters, not just Bernie bro. He must be a Bernie bro. You're a Bernie bro. You should, uh, you know, uh, in the background, in the morning, because I live in South Florida and there's absolutely nothing on the air. So just to fill the silence, I'll have uh, the Stephanie Miller show on, on in the background and I'll turn it down when the the Rocky Mountain Mike and his swill come on that that that, that, that one note Charlie the guy who can't sing this ah, is stupid to sing but man wow I can't take it anymore by the way they're promoting the what I call the sexy conservative comedy tour because <laughs> there ain't nothing liberal about those kids they don't want to get too liberal you know because they're they're in L A 
And they're, let's face it, they're star fuckers. And they don't want to upset any of their A-list celebrities who call in from time to time. And the A-list celebrities who label themselves liberals are socially liberal. But when it comes to their money, stay away. That's my money. My money, Nurse Ratchet. Don't touch my money. But yeah, minimum wage should be $15 or higher, uh, as long as I'm not the one that has to pay it. So what is a conservative? What is a center-right Democrat who paints themselves as liberals? Let me explain to you what that is. Let me tell you what that means. It means somebody who probably has in all likelihood, a good income and has a full insurance, health insurance policy, head to toe. They may encounter a surprise now and then about that, but uh, that's a whole nother topic. Let's just say they're fully insured people who don't think, evidently, health care is a human right. Health care is only available to them. They're the I got mine Democrats, but they, they're quick to paint themselves as Socially conscious liberals, yes, we care about the little people out there. Oh, you don't have insurance? Sorry, Pally. I've got mine. I'm fully insured. And what do conservatives, what is their attitude towards health care being a human right? Over and they'll never admit it. But the, <laughs> the truth of the matter is they don't believe that. It's like they're very Republican this way. <clears throat> If you can afford it, you get your own goddamn insurance and you, you leave me alone. You don't touch my money. No. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and go get your own goddamn insurance. You Human health care is a, a human right? Ho, ho, ho. Don't be ridiculous now. And while I'm on, I just want to point out to my conservative friends out there that are in Democratic clubs and falsely claim to be liberals. Let me tell you something, and especially locally, there's a woman that you all know that uh, suffered a stroke a year ago. And uh, come to find out, just found out. By the way, fully insured. Fully insured. See, uh, Bernie's a communist. Bernie's a communist. Here's a person with full insurance. She had a stroke, a bad stroke last year. Lost her beautiful waterfront home. Because the insurance didn't cover, oh, I don't know, certain things. Or maybe it was the co-pays or whatever it was. She wound up having to sell her home and now lives in some crappy apartment somewhere. And it goes back to like uh, 12 years ago when I actually had a beautiful home. And one of my neighbors down the street, fully insured, I might add. Listen closely. Those of you who don't think healthcare should be a human right. These people have gold-plated insurance, the ones I'm talking about. And this woman had cancer. I, I don't know what kind. Her husband was gainfully employed. They had full insurance, whatever it is. What any person making the decent income would have. A beautiful home, a full insurance plan, and all this. Well, she got cancer. And uh, whatever plan they had didn't like the idea that she got cancer and they uh, put obstacles up where they had to pay certain things or whatever it was and they wouldn't pay this, they wouldn't approve that. And the story, the house went into foreclosure and these were relatively successful people who weren't in, prior to her illness, had no problems. House went into foreclosure and she died. He died? No, she died. So there you go, conservative. Healthcare is a human right. Ho, 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 ho. 
Well, let me tell you something. If you get Biden in there, and uh, okay, yeah, he's better than Trump. But depending on who his uh, VP pick is, he's got a really good shot at it. And if he should physically make it that far to the convention, uh, don't expect any changes at all to the state of disaster that this extortion racket called insurance companies. Don't expect any changes to happen with that. So go ahead, conservatives. And then again, I want to point out that unless by some miracle something happens, Bernie takes the delegates and gets the convention. (laughs) Even if he does, they're going to fight him on that. He's a socialist. He's a communist. We all should really just pay eight to twelve hundred dollars a month in insurance. Isn't that what everybody should do? I can afford insurance. You can't. Oh, too bad for you. Yeah, that's the mentality of center-right conservative, which is what that all that Stephanie Miller show devolved into. Oh, that Bernie, he's a communist. Oh, that Bernie, he had Russian bots working for him in 2016. Oh, that Bernie. Blah, 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 blah. And the when they step back from saying they come this close, that Jew. They don't do it. They don't say it. But you know it's right there. That whole show, that whole morning zoo which is what it's supposed to be. Or they're all Mishagoyim in there. And they'll have an occasional convenient Jewish friend come onto the show. Oh, you're saying they're anti-Semitic? No, I'm saying they're pro-corporate because they're dreaming that possibly they'll make more money the way they're going now, which is totally asinine because if Bernie did, or even Warren, not going to happen now, but if Bernie did break up the uh, media conglomerates, roll back the 96 Telecom Act, Enforce the Sherman Antitrust Act, bring back the Fairness Doctrine, they'd have a better chance of really getting back on the air. It would improve their chances markedly, but uh, they don't see it that way. It's more important than them to have access to celebrities calling into the show. And and my apologies to John Fugelsang and Carlos Alzraki. Both great guys. I really, really love those guys, but can't, can't take it no more. And I'm assuming, you know, you can tolerate a difference of opinion, but they're they're practically hoping that Bernie dies. Why not support any candidate running to be Democratic nominee? Why not? If it is Bernie, I know you say, you said, oh, if it's Bernie, yeah, well, yeah, okay, I'll support him. (sighs) You don't want it to be Bernie, you want it to be Biden, because then your corporate pals will still call into your show. I don't want to mention Rob Reiner by name. He's another quote-unquote liberal Democrat who says, leave my money alone. These are the the corporate-crats. These are the conservative Dems. Bernie must be stopped. Bernie must be stopped. Notice I'm not going after the DNC on this. They they pretty much, (laughs) they can just sit back and watch right at this stage. Because the, the corporate media, and that's another thing about the Stephanie Miller said, I don't, I don't see any uh, conspiracy with the establishment Democrats. Well, you're conveniently omitting the corporate media. Media establishment. Conveniently left that out. It is the corporate media establishment. In fact, just ask uh, Chris Matthews. And the nomination is going to Rand Paul. You watch. This is what I do for a living. Bye, bye, bye. My crowd, Mick friend. Don't worry about old Chris Matthews. 
He's a millionaire many times over. Oh, and he'll be fine. Oh, we're fine. Maybe maybe he'll go the Bill Pressway and have a podcast. That's where they all wind up, on on a podcast. That's sad about Bill Press, because somebody told him it would be a good idea to retire from radio, which, (laughs) not that it was a great show, but it was a progressive show in the morning on the air. And it was Bill Press who decided to pull the plug. Nobody else. Well, time to retire. But not completely retire. I'm going to get a uh, a podcast that the second it's dropped, it'll be a week old. So you really want to tune in for that. Because whenever Bernie's name comes up on the show, be it a caller or a guest or whatever, what have you, it, it, you get the flamethrowers out. Oh, she'll walk it back a little bit, flipping around and saying, yeah, but you know, the Bernie supporters, the Bernie bros don't you get it by now to bernie bros or infiltrators to his campaign and stop assigning him responsibility for that because and i know warren did but warren had her her share of attackers to other campaign not just bernie's but everybody every campaign has that you're not going to seize control of what people are going to do i mean it's just (laughs) Totally ridiculous to even assume that if you are running as a political candidate, you can't control minds, unless you're Trump. You can't control minds that way. I order everybody to stop. That, that's what Sanders will say, as if they will. There's nothing he can do, but it serves as great ammunition if you hate Bernie. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. My thing. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other by Give me a look, though, okay? Okay. Look, tomorrow's Superstar Tuesday. And I want to thank you all. I'll tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? Uh-huh. Piccolini here may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. That's the Brit Summer Show. You want to talk about Democrats who hate? Let me take you back to 2008 when Stephanie Miller says she was supporting Obama. By the way, Obama in 2008, 12 years ago, he was running as an ultra-progressive, radical, progressive candidate. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't quite work out that way. But that's why I supported him with with excitement back in 2008. And then as soon as he took office, it's like, really, Tim Geithner? Really? Larry Summers? Really? Not even Joni Summers? Or how about Brit Summers? No. So in that sense, it was a disappointment. But yeah, he ran in 08. He ran as a progressive candidate. But let me take you back in time to the Puma days, to the, to the primary in 2008 when Hillary was running. Let me play you back the audio from 2008 of a compassionate, loving, liberal Democratic woman. And she sounds like Stephanie Miller sounds like now, only you take out uh, Obama's name and you replace that with Bernie Sanders. Where are you from? New York City. Hillary State, the best nominee that's possible. And the Democrats are throwing the election away. For what? An inadequate black male? 
who would not have been running had it not been a white woman that was running for president. And I'm not going to shut my mouth anymore. I can be called white, but you can't be called black. That's not my America. It's equality for all of us. It's about time we all stood up for it. I'm no second-class citizen. And God damn the Democrats. Where are you from? I'm from Manhattan. I just said what my name is. Why? Why would you like my name? Maybe you're the CIA, the FBI? We couldn't even find out where this convention was being held. Yeah, my name is Harry Christian. C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. I came here for the vote of every American. And our Democratic Party threw us down the tubes. I was a second-class citizen before, now I'm nothing. Why? Because they want to do what they want to do. And they think we won't turn and vote for McCain. Well, I got news for all of you. McCain will be the next president of the United States. I have it on, really, not me, I didn't say this, but I have it on very good authority. During the last debate, Biden was had a phone call was placed, and that person said, this person is a uh, qualified person to say so. I'm watching a guy who's experiencing many strokes. This guy's having, referring to Joe Biden, this guy's having many strokes. Now, who can deny that? Flub after flub, gaff after gaff. Yeah, when he was younger, he made lots of gaffs. But there's time now. He can't, he can't afford to make gaffs. He's that close to the nomination. And he's still gaffing it up. He doesn't know where he is half the time. He doesn't know what time it is. He doesn't know what's up, what's down. The man is its not, not just an ageist thing. When you're sick, you're sick. His mind is really gone. He's not the same Joe Biden he was, gaffing even the same that, that he did years ago. I'm, I am not a supporter of Joe Biden. However, I don't hate Joe Biden I mean, I make fun of them. I mean, there's, there's a lot of material there. Uh, but I do not hate Joe Biden because I don't support him. Uh, if you want to look at the positives, if he is the nominee, well, let's say you'll have someone uh, as president that's uh, a nice fella. <laughs> that that alone is a big improvement. Because uh, with all of his problems and him being a conservative his entire life and a racist, he's a nice guy. So do I disagree with him? Yes, vehemently. But do I hate him? I don't hate Joe Biden. These people on that Stephanie Miller morning show, they just hate. We all, th- all through 2016 and even part of 2017. Oh, that Bernie. Well, he's, he's just no good. He's no Hillary. I don't know what it is about the gay community that they seem to gravitate towards candidates who rather than support a candidate that is an advocate for gay rights, they always go for the candidate that walks that tightrope, that's on the fence about it. Any candidate that really supports our rights, they don't go for them. Hillary, same thing, voted twice against gay marriage as senator of New York. Biden, okay, he helped push the legislation in 2015 for equality in marriage. And that was just to negate 
what he did prior, which was vote for, don't ask, don't tell. Just the opposite. Oh, we forget, we forget. By the way, do you think the older African-American voters, did they forget, did they forget about Anita Hill? Yes. Did they forget? Uh-huh. You think they remember who Anita Hill is? Uh, no! And Biden, who Jim Clyburn says is their savior, Joe Biden is the same guy, the same guy who in 1991 gave the world Clarence Thomas and his insane born-again snake-waving wife. Yeah, Clarence Thomas. You owe Clarence Thomas to Joe Biden. Hey, there we go. Hey, y'all, my name is Clarence Eugene Thomas, President Bush's nominee for the Supreme Court. And you know, there's lots of people out there that think just because I smoked a little marijuana when I was in college, yeah, it wasn't nothing but a pen joint. Well, maybe a cigar side joint. I don't remember, y'all. That they don't think I'm fit to be on the Supreme Court. Hey, I got the munchies. Let's do this quick and get out of here. I want to set y'all straight. When I stop reviewing the law, I don't just review the law. Hell, y'all. I'll be token. And I toke it to the east. And I toke it to the west. And I toke it while I look up Sandra Day O'Connor's dress. I'll be token. <laughs> Let's go burn one, y'all. You've been listening to the Brit Summer Show on WWNN. But, oh, wait a minute. I'm not even sure I have an audience anymore because uh, with a lead in like the Diabetes Show, <laughs> how many listeners would actually stay tuned to hear this one since it's been moved up to a different time? Well, if you're here, you're here. But if you really want to start rocking, stay tuned online on thebritsummershow.com. Uh, if you're in your car, if it's a newer model, you can just uh, tune in online. If not, uh, use your phone or whatever. But in any case, I, I thank you for tuning in just the same. Because if you're tuning in at four and I'm on <laughs> and I'm on after a, a diabetes show, well, uh, I appreciate you all the more for, for doing that. <laughs> if your toes are swollen, you may have diabetes, beady, beaties. I mean, I'm not making fun of diabetes, but <laughs> an entire radio show about it? Uh, okay. Anyway... Thanks to everybody on the terrestrial ground for tuning in. And uh, like I said, I'll see you on the on the dark side for everybody else. I'll see you here next week on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. You found the place for trans As Big Corporate continues to rape and bludgeon our popular music culture without giving credit or title to any of the music they're using, it's incumbent on me to step in and set the record straight. Samsung is currently using on their commercials Little Bitty Pretty One to advertise their new phone. Now, it was originally done by Thurston Harris in 1958 and it was covered almost immediately by the original Jackson 5. Frankie Lyman and the Teenager. And I'm playing their version because I just like it a lot better. It's got more jump.
SkyHawkRadio.com, SkyTalkRadio.com, FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com. Tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, and oh, I have to give a programming note here uh, because uh, Stitcher, I had a problem with them, uh, not personally, uh, <clears throat> but they changed their settings on, on the show, how the shows are broadcast on there or something, and I have to upload a small promo now, which I didn't have before, which I can do. I just haven't gotten around to it. So uh, all the shows on, I'd put a direct link to the archives, but the shows on Stitcher might be old ones. So go to tune in. They're, they're more current and uh, Patreon. But Stitcher's a real pain in the ass. I can see why uh, Gottfried and Frank Santo Padre moved their show uh, over to uh, Patreon, although they're asking a lot of money. Anyway, my archive shows are available for download for free. Thanks to the much-appreciated kindness and generosity of my listeners. Chiefly among them, I must, I must say, the underwriter of this program, Ernie. I thank you. Thank you, Ernie. And I did hear from somebody online <clears throat> that I think I know who it is, was asking me about my advertising rates. <laughs> if I knew that kind of stuff, I'd have sponsors already. Advertising rates. I, I don't know. I don't know what they charge for it. Uh, and how? who would I ask? I don't know. And who is it for? I mean, okay, for example, if it's a startup business, uh, someone just wants to advertise their products or services and they're starting out or whatever it is, I don't know, 50 bucks. But if it's <laughs> Honda or Acura or Lexus or... McDonald's, uh, uh, a little bit different rate there. I don't. And he, this person didn't mention who they were asking about. I mean, if I get a, a car dealership cluster, uh, well, the rates are going to be uh, well within normal parameters. Once I find out what those parameters are, because I don't know, but I know it's a lot. And again, if I ever did get that, I could expand this show to a daily two-hour show, which I'd love to do, but... You need a lot of uh, financial support, uh, like, you know, they give the right wingers. But I want to take a moment for a little bit of good news. Uh, last week, California banned, banned private prisons. Oh! You know, <laughs> the, the private prison industry, which supports our Democratic candidates, such as the one we got down here, Deputy Wasserman Schultz. And uh, they're not just private prisons. They're slave factories. They have the prisoners sew pants together, uh, manufacture things for like a nickel a year for like slave wages. It's like, uh, you know, having products made in Indonesia. Only it's right here in the good old United States because it's private prison. That's what they're in business for. Slave labor. Well, California has banned them, uh, namely... Core Civic, and a private prison that's based right here in prestigious South Florida, Geo Group. You're banned in California. Oh! And that's not all they banned. They banned ICE detention centers, which is interesting. I don't know how they're going to do that. I guess they're going to close them down. I know they have them in Southern California. They're just going to shut them down. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's official. No more ICE detention. And ICE is like a fake uh, they're like uh, mall cops. 
with the badge and the gun and all this, but they're not cops. They're, they're, they all have records, as long as you're puppic, and they go around just, uh, they're just bigots or self-hating Latinos who uh, want to be a big man in town and bust their family and friends. Kind of like Sonda Commando Jews, you know, Republican Jews who would turn in their mother. That's who's in ICE. They're not real cops. In fact, if they, they, they attempt to board a Greyhound bus, the bus driver could tell them to cox a hoist and get the hell off of But They're not cops. They're a bunch of loser douchebags who get a good job with a costume that looks like a cop so they can bust minorities, uh, bust them over the head, that is. So good on you, California. Oh! And the other good news is that uh, by the time you hear the show, I don't know what the story is, but for seven days straight, the stock market lost a total of 3,500 points. Hit it. Oh! That's right. And why is that good news? Because it's not an indicator of the economy. It's rich fuckers who uh, earn their money at the expense of the less fortunate. And uh, so if they all jump out of a window, well, all I have to say is, Bye-bye! And that was a seven-day losing streak. And they went up one day when Biden won. <laughs> Wall Street's going to love Biden. One day. And ever since then, they've been crashing and crashing and crashing. And like I said, Bye-bye! Oh! Now at Central Park in New York City, the scariest, most adrenaline-pumping ride to hit the country in decades. It's the Wall Street Roller Coaster. Hang on to your seat, hang on to your wallet, and get ready to lose your ass. Live on the roller coaster now is Rupert, age 58, seeing his retirement savings spin out of control on the Wall Street Roller Coaster. Here's 47-year-old Marjorie after investing her life savings in AIG riding the Wall Street roller coaster. <laughs> and here's an elderly couple, Morris and Pearl, watching their fixed income go topsy-turvy on the Wall Street roller coaster. <laughs> Wall Street, trust us. It's a ride that you'll remember for the rest of your life. what there is of it. It's Boca Brit Summers from Florida to you. The Dow is down 400 points right now. We could see more selling big time. An emergency interest rate cut of three quarters of a percent, not enough to get the markets going uh, at all here. <laughs> The market is so bad now, when E.F. Hutton talks, people tell him, just shut the hell up, all right? Losing our clients' money with dignity and pride since 1926. It's my money, and I need it now! The Dow has plunged uh, more than 300 points. The Brit Summer Show. Yes, you are still listening to The Brit Summer Show. Regarding Warren, it's nice to be in the company of actual political professionals who are scratching their head and scratching their balls and wondering what happened with Warren, because <laughs> that was 
That was not just surprising, but it was disappointing that she did that poorly. She was a good candidate. And uh, I was hoping that, uh, as it was about a week ago, Joe would just uh, simply, you know, pack his lunchbox and go home. And it would be, uh, well, okay, I'm dreaming this. I was hoping it was going to be between Bernie and Warren, and at the end at the convention, they would unite and solidify the party and all that, but it's not going to happen. But it was exciting to think that you could have your first woman president and still have very similar policies that Bernie has proposed. Oh, oh, but you wouldn't hear that on Stephanie Miller's show. She says she's a supporter of Warren. Great. Have you read her plans? What her policies were? You hate Bernie like like knee cancer. But Warren proposed pretty much the same policies that Bernie did. In fact, it was almost cut and paste. So either one of those I would have been happy with too. And not Biden. Is, is it a sexist thing? What are the, People are saying it's misogyny. No. People liked Liz. Uh, I don't think it was a, well, you don't want a woman to be the first president. No, I don't, I don't think it was that at all. I think when the DNC cleverly choreographed Klobuchar and Booty Booty to drop out all at the same time and immediately endorse Biden, I think that's kind of like smashed her up. I don't, I don't think it had to do with sexism or any of that stuff. No, I, I find it hard to believe that anybody would even care about that anymore. I would have been very happy to vote for Liz Warren. If Bernie didn't make it, and it would, it would be even better now, and there's still a small possibility, because I think there's a little uh, bad blood between them, but I would love to see an endorsement for Bernie from her, or let him announce a uh, female of color vice president pick. Something. Do it fast. Or, or just any female vice president pick. And I understand that that's one of those baby step incremental things for a woman to make a path to the White House, but... This is America right now. We're stupid here. That would be the best thing we could do at the moment. Let that happen. And uh, okay, you got a woman in the White House. Next step, presidency. Let people get who's ever against it. Let them get used to it. At least you have a pinky toe in the door that way. I know it sucks, but that's the way this backwater ass country is. So here's what I got to say right now. It doesn't matter who you support right now. Both candidates immediately have to announce their running mate right now. In fact, we have a debate coming up on the 15th. That'll be a perfect time for them both to announce their running mate. They're going to have to do it. These two old men are going to have to. And uh, I, I can say without a doubt, whoever they pick for VP is going to be much younger than them or a little bit younger than them. Uh, and it's going to be female or a person of color. If they're smart. And it probably will, but they're going to have to do it now. Do not wait until the convention. Both of you. I got this thing, Bloomberg. That's the, that's the only good news I got. Come to find out, the bad news is, this is what he planned all along. He knew he didn't have a shot. But he sabotaged the Democratic field so that the guy he really wanted, Biden, would take it. Because Biden will just say, okay, to about everything. And then Biden wins. Bloomberg pretty much uh, still can call the shots. So what does he care? Either way it turns out, everybody's happy. It's a win-win.
And another thing about Biden, <clears throat> I wasn't going to talk about this, but it's funny because now he's gone. He's no longer a, that kind of a threat. He's another kind of a threat. But it's funny because how stupid our media really is. And and this is non-contestable. This has nothing to do with politics. Uh, Bloomberg was down on, on Super Tuesday. He was in uh, South Florida, but not where they said he was. <laughs> he was having a rally with this uh, groundswell of, of supporters, about, I don't know, three people. There was nobody around. So CNN threw it to uh, a woman reporter down here. And what they said as they went to the story, they introed the story this way. Mike Bloomberg is holding a rally down in Miami, Florida today. Let's go to Miami, shall we? First of all, and it's not really her fault. Anybody who has not been to Florida, South Florida, thinks that, and, and this goes for Hollywood, this goes for the media, and it's been this way for years. The big misconception they have about Florida is the minute you leave the, the Disney World parking lot, you're in Miami. Everything from Disney World South is just Miami. No other towns exist. No other counties exist. It's just the great big part, lower part of the penis is just Miami. <laughs> huh? they don't, there's no West Palm Beach. There's no Fort Lauderdale, even though they made a movie about it. Uh, <laughs> there's no Hollywood, Florida. Does not exist. <laughs> just Miami everything there's no lake okeechobee just that body of water underneath it everything's miami that entire part of the peninsula so she says let's go to miami he's in west palm Be not west palm he's in palm beach proper that's where the big money is that's where uh, rush lives and all that and uh the camera's following him walking there's nobody around here's a presidential candidate and there was nobody around but that's the kind of momentum that the dnc really enjoys when there's no way and another thing about the biden okay a super tuesday that was the first time i ever saw him have a crowd ever usually it's a dozen or so people but on super tuesday yeah it was a I had to be i don't know 40 50 people there it was supposed to bernie who gets 20 and thirty thousand of kids who don't vote Anyway, they're walking down Worth Avenue in Palm Beach, big money area. He's all by himself. And this woman reporter's following him with the microphone. His back is to her. Like, well, don't bother me. Don't bother me. And she says, uh, what do you think of uh, Liz Warren's chances tonight? I don't know where the question comes from, but that's what she asked him. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't even turn around to talk to her. Just keep with his back to her. Is she still around? <laughs> what a snide little fuck he is what a sawed off slime bucket that guy is what a piece of crap Ooh, but he's a billionaire a billionaire yeah what do you think of that uh, lgbt cacus how, how do you like mike bloomberg now they they wasted no time the first commercial that went on the air oh we're supporting him he's got all of our votes look 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 he's on tv so I guess they're going to throw it to Biden. They didn't say yet. And what about you, Ted Deutsch? I don't know what that was about. That, that has to be the biggest mystery of South Florida of all. Here we have a popular congressman who everybody adores, pretty much. He's going to get, <laughs> he gets primaried by nobodies that have no chance. 
He, he could be congressman uh, for life. I hope he runs for senator someday. He's very, he does a great job for this community. His district loves him. He's in no danger of ever losing that seat. His congressional seat is safe. Ted Deutsch ain't going nowhere. So why, Ted, do you jump at uh, endorsing uh, Bloomberg? And now look at the position you put yourself in. Because you endorse, you would like the first one just when he announced. You didn't even give it, not two, 10 seconds later. I endorse you. Why did you even have to do that? I know Ted Deutsch is a conservative, but he's a good one because he does a lot of good work for this community. <laughs> you can, Ted, you can just, you can relax. Your seat is safe. You're not going anywhere. You don't have to jump. You know, oh, I endorse you. It's not going to matter one way or another. We're going to reelect you. Calm down. So that was Bloomberg in Palm Beach. Oh, I should say, all of Miami. Not that it matters now. But on the uh, bloody Sunday anniversary, the 55th anniversary, which, by the way, they came down on Bernie for not showing up. He was at the, the what was it, a month ago? Him and Warren were, were walking arm in arm. I don't think it was at Pettus Bridge, though. But it was another anniversary relevant to the Black History Month and all that. I forget what it was. Okay, one event he misses. Oh, he's a racist. Oh, look at... That's what they're saying on Stephanie Miller. You know, he really should have showed up on him. Well, you know who did show up, Stephanie Miller? Mike Bloomberg. And all I saw... When you when you look at that video of him walking across that bridge, he had this incredulous look on his face like, look at all the colored people. Yeah, 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 I support you, sure. Sure. I'm, I'm surrounded by them. I need them stopped and frisked. Anybody over here going to frisk these people? That goes the look on his face. They bitch about Bernie not showing up at the Pettus Bridge thing. But Bloomberg did not belong there at all. You gotta be cool when you're walking on Wall Street. Like going to school, you learn a lot every day. And this is the rule when you're walking on Wall Street. Buy low, sell high, take a piece of the pie. That's the Wall Street way. You gotta be smart when you're walking on Wall Street. So just for a start, I check the paper each day. First I read the comics, then I check the sports And then I take a look at the market reports To see if my stock is riding low or high So I know when to sell and I know when to buy Uh-oh. So, so remember the rule when you're walking on Wall Street Buy low, sell high, take your piece of the pie Here's a dollar, keep the change That's the Wall Street way Wherever you live, you've got to come to New York City for the hottest new amusement park. It's Seven Flags Wall Street, featuring the new stock market hyper roller coaster. It goes up, 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 then it goes down, down, down. Mother, this is you on the new stock market hyper coaster. This is you after you get off the new stock market hypercoaster. Ah! This is you at a cocktail party three weeks later. Oh, you're welcome. 
Would you care for a miniature quiche? Perhaps a cheese ball? Seven Flags Wall Street and the new stock market hypercoaster. Seven Flags, more flags, more fear. For a limited time, entry fee is just your entire life savings. It's truth in talk radio. You're listening to Britney Summers. That's right. Something now that something ain't worth nothing to me. Yeah, keeping what I own is senseless. Comes down to just selling it cheap. Yeah, now I wake up in the morning, need a drink for my anxiety. I'm the one who's broke now I'm the one whose stock disappeared I had everything to lose now, darling Wall Street left me in despair Now I'm reaching for the extra strength Tylenol And my head I beat On concrete Watching prices fall Street, like I feared is gone. You've been listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, SkyhawkRadio.com, SkyTalkRadio.com, FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com, and of course, the Brit Summer Show.com. Tune in, Patreon, and coming soon, Stitcher. <laughs> As soon as I straighten that out. Oh, I, I keep forgetting to say, Google Play This. That's how I see the world from here. It's a lot of a lot of opinions, wouldn't you say? And opinions are like, and you know the rest. <laughs> Until next time, this is Brit Summer saying, Happy Forum! You find the fun, radiates around the Brit Summer Show. This is Eyewitness News. All right, we have some breaking news from Wall Street. I'm live here at the floor of the stock exchange. You've got to be kidding me. Holy crap. We'll be right back with more news.